Hello everyone, welcome back to another episode of Actors with Issues. I am your host, Juan Ayala. Today's guest is film and TV actress Manny L. Perez, who most recently worked on the mega-hit series Law & Order Special Victims Unit. Manny and I actually worked together last year on the series Couples Therapy that is currently in the festival circuit, and I'm not joking when I say that she is one of the funniest and down-to-earth people I've ever met and gotten to work with. Today, we talk about handling relationships as an actor, the digital transition that the industry is currently undergoing, and her experience working on Law & Order. Please enjoy this conversation with Manny L. Perez. Manny, thank you so much for joining me today. Hope you're doing well. I am. Thank you for having me. I'm excited. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, you know, the industry is in a very weird place right now. Um, just came to a grinding halt out of, not really out of nowhere, but, um, you know, a much bigger shutdown than any of us could have anticipated. Yeah. Uh, so how are you handling um, this very big change? Um, well, I'm a homebody, so <laughs> I, I usually, before the COVID thing happened, I'm, I go home, I work in the city and then I go to the gym and then I go home again. Well, right. you know, like that's, that's my life is pretty uh, simple and boring, <laughs> but, um, so, so yeah, not much has changed because I commute into the city. So I live in the woods on the side of a mountain anyway. Right. So I'm just in the mountain and I have a town really close nearby that, you know, there's not a lot of people live around here, so mm-hmm. I don't have to stay as as isolated. But like I said, I'm a homebody, so right. <laughs> so not much has changed. That's like personally, that's that's how I am. But like in terms of the business and acting and stuff, I've been blessed to be able to work from home. I can't say what I'm doing because you know NDAs, right? And, but I am very lucky, and on top of that tons of voiceover auditions and I'm yeah. doing voiceover stuff which I'm like thank god my partner bought me like a whole audio kit so I can convert I convert my closet into into my recording room that's so, what I've heard a lot of people doing they're like the only tiny little studio ish space I have is the closet it's like quiet muffled and you know yeah absolutely and I have like <laughs> it's not for well I don't set it up very professionally mm-hmm. but I have like these tension rods that hold up this blanket that I've had it's oh my, like since I was in sixth grade it's, <laughs> it looks terrible but it works and like the audio is really clean and and precise yeah. and I can edit it and just send it right out and then it's like boom money or just boom here's another audition let's do right. it you know what I mean you know with the whole change in the industry um what have you noticed is like the, I mean, besides everything being shut down altogether, uh, what have you, is there anything that you're like particularly relieved is changing, like going in a particular direction because of what's happening? Like less travel to the city or anything like that? Oh, okay. Cause I, I was honestly going to say the travel. <laughs> <laughs> I live three hours upstate. So it's three Ooh, hours bro. down to you guys and three hours up. And I'm the type of person that I get to my auditions an hour and a half early, but I mean, how do I say this? I get to location hour and a half early, but I'm in the city. Like I leave by 4.30, get to the city around, let's say like 7, 8. I park my car, I hit the gym. And then by the time I'm done with the gym, I eat lunch. And then I go to my auditions. And then it's like now three hours back home. That's Jesus. my life. So it's yeah. a whole journey. Oh, yeah. And then tolls <laughs> and everything are expensive. I mean, it's still cheaper to, for me to live up here. And I'm I'm very, I love nature. And um, I used to live in the city. I lived there, you know, for six years. And I was just it was such a toll on my mental health. So I like the fact that I can live upstate, but yeah, the travel is yeah. 
getting that on my car is like thank you so much <laughs> for leaving me the hell alone for a while yeah but yeah definitely to travel um Hmm. it's so funny think... seeing people's like story or like their tweets saying like guys i haven't driven in a month i think i forgot how to do it really <laughs> yeah, no yeah i mean for me i have to drive because things are pretty far from where i live so mm. i have to drive anyway but it's not like you know two and a half three hour drive and then there's no traffic so i'm like <sighs> yeah right now especially there's like zero traffic anywhere yes it's crazy it looks like the that like the first poster for the walking dead where it's just like cars like just dispersed <laughs> randomly and then the horse going down the highway <laughs> i you know what let me not talk shit because i live um it's a rural area so we have like cow farms pig farms yeah, yeah. i wouldn't be surprised if somebody is strolling like through my town right, on a just on horseback horse. yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i wouldn't be surprised <laughs> Um, so, uh, you know, the, the main question I'd like to ask all of my guests as the podcast is called Actors with Issues. Uh, what's your beef with the industry right now? What's your issue with uh, with the industry besides COVID-19? Obviously, that's out of their control. Um, you know, I don't I I don't have anything for like beef. I mean, I love our industry and I like the fact that um, I know COVID sucks. But I, I strongly appreciate, at least with the productions and the things that I've been working on, mm. that they really, how do I say, the companies I've been working with have really been very encouraging, which I'm so happy for, and ha- are doing, like, taking steps to make sure that we're still working. So mm. I, I 100% appreciate that. I've been blessed to work with companies that I love, and I haven't really gotten anything bad happening you know what i mean so i really mm. i really don't know i mean the and i feel like it's the industry's being safe and they're trying their hardest like casting directors are still doing self-tapes which i think is fantastic because yeah. they're working we're you know getting our auditions and stuff a lot of actors are making like they're like well i have time let me make my own stuff you know right yeah, yeah. like like you out here with this podcast and you get paid <laughs> for it that's fantastic and i feel like a lot of other actors and um well i love actors so i'm gonna brag about them but like they're making like Oh, man. Like, I'm going to tell you my friend, Daniela De Jesus. She's from Orange is New Black, right? Okay. She's making this show called Talk to Me, right? And it's a, I hope I get this right, anthology. Was that the word she used? I'm not a fancy word user, but basically, it's a web series. It's a show um, that, you know, we can, us actors can do from home. And it's like dates, like, you know. They set up little dates, and then I don't, I don't, I've watched a couple of episodes, but each one is really different. But the yeah. fact that she's like, okay, this is what we, this is what I have, and this is what I'm working with, and she's doing it. So I just, and on my Instagram, I see other actors doing the same thing. Like now they have YouTube channels, they're doing this great stuff, and now they're making income from it, which I think is fantastic. But as far as the industry goes, I, I don't have anything to really complain about. I just feel like it's making all of us think outside the box or like completely somewhere else, and just benefiting from that time that we have to stay with ourselves and our creativity, I guess. <laughs> yeah. That's been something that, um, um, the, my previous guest, Molly, um, she's also an actress and, um, you know, she, it's crazy. Cause there's so many like, um, film challenges popping up and like yes! coronavirus film festivals. So, um, she lives with her, you know, she has her, her husband and her sister, um, both of whom work in the tech world. So they're able to, and, you know, they volunteer to act in these like little shorts that she's making and she's getting nominated and winning film festival awards, like left and right. Yes. Um, oh shit. That's fucking dope. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that is so cool. And like, it has like, 
you know, so many casting directors have like these self-tape challenges or these like monologue challenges on Instagram. And they're encouraging us to like, hey, write your own monologue and send it in. You just have to include, you have to open with this line. Or um, there's one that just ended yesterday um, that I submitted for like right before the deadline. It was uh, the give get monologue challenge. So you write a monologue that is from the perspective of someone during coronavirus, but not you. So it can be like a teacher, a kid, your neighbor, your pets, any uh, pers- anyone else's perspective. And you send it in and then they give you a monologue that someone else wrote to tape. So then someone else will will tape yours. Um, you know, they'll receive yours as like their prompt and then they tape it. And then you get another random monologue someone else wrote. So it's like this really fun thing. It's like, don't even record your own. Just write it, send it out to the ether. And then we'll throw you a random one to also tape. So it's like there's so much going on that I'm grateful that they're creating these little opportunities for us to still like flex our creativity and um, and practice our auditioning and self-taping. Because God knows a lot of us aren't really self-taping that much because not mm-hmm. much is casting right now. Um, or less than normal, I should say. There are still things that are casting, but, you know, way less than normal. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah. So um, you have a crazy amount of network TV credits. Um, most recently was Law & Order. Is that correct? Yeah, that was fun. <laughs> so um, tell us about it. What was your experience like working on the show? It was amazing. Let me tell you. If, if I, like, the last day I was there, we filmed for about three weeks, but I started, like, in the middle of the week, and I ended in the middle of the week, so it was, mm-hmm. you know, a couple of days, but it... <laughs> I, I swear, I was like, I wanted to cry when I had to leave, and I felt so bad. And then Jamie gave me a hug. She was like, I had so much fun working with you. And Marishka mm-hmm. gave me a hug, too. And she's like, you know, Manny, go out, do your thing. You know, I love you, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, Ugh. let me tell you, from the producers to the writers to the actors to just, like, the whole crew and everybody, I – it was one of the best experiences of my life. And – um. Like I said, I've been pretty blessed to love the people that I'm working with. Yeah. But Eve, they they wanted they were like we're doing a read of something. Hey, come out do this. Like they wanted me there on a regular basis, yeah. which it was such a great feeling because it was just a guest star role. But people treated just me just a guest star. <laughs> no, but but I, I mean, you, you know what I mean. I mean, like you know, these actors are have been doing this for years, and yeah. and they treated me as if I was just one of them. You know, I yeah, I got to meet Marish Cartes amazing. Ice tea was amazing. Uh, Kelly was awesome. She had her dog that comes in. Uh, yeah. I'm so bad with names right now, but like, yeah, the whole cast was, yeah, was fantastic. And the director I work with, um, Batan Silva, and uh-huh. he, he's very like, I don't, how do I explain this? Like, he knows what he wants and he knows how to get it out of us, but he treats us in the best way that is good for us to work. Like with me, he realized he's like Manny. I realized that you give your all like on your first couple of takes, but you get tired. And it's, it's true. Like, you know, there was a lot of crying and a lot of, you know, stuff, emotional stuff going on. So he was like, we're going to tape you first. And then we're going to tape like Jamie and Marishka, their reactions to what it is you're saying. And just like he spotted it and I felt it. But the the fact that he was like, I'm going to work in the best way for you to shine. And he switched up his whole game with that. It, I was very appreciative because he's just awesome. <laughs> yeah, it was it was absolutely freaking fantastic. And the food. I gained weight. I gained <laughs> weight on that set. 
let me tell you, when it was lunch, and I'm I'm a, I'm a fat bitch in a skinny body. That's just facts. <laughs> and I I eat a lot. So when the food was there, like they had steak, like they were cooking it for you. They had like pasta that you tell them what you want, and they cook it. It was all fancy schmancy. And I am like, I'm <laughs> what do they call me? Like country Puerto Rican Dominican because I grew up in the woods. So I'm right. sitting there. I'm like. God damn, it's a lot of food. Like, you know what I'm saying? It was good. <laughs> it was so good. And even the background actors were treated fantastic. And I like I've never done background acting, but I've heard stories, like horror yeah. stories. But no, even the background actors, they were treated with a lot of respect and everything. Of course. Yeah. It's funny, you only hear the horror stories for background because I did um quite a bit of background when I was first starting out just because I wanted to get experience on a set. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, obviously I didn't have a rep or anything, so there was no way for me to get like that many auditions at least for network stuff um and once i joined sec i was like trying to do stand and work and stuff like that um again to just keep working and that show is hands down one of my favorite shows to work it's yeah i mean they've been running for more than 20 years so they know what they're doing oh absolutely you know it's like clockwork they've been playing mariska and i especially have been playing these characters for more than 20 years um and then you know peter and kelly um who play um rollins and what is his character's name? Creasy. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I was like, I was like the other guy. Yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> you know, they've been on the show for like five years, if not more than that. So like they know what they're doing. There is no figuring out what, you know, it's more for like, that's when characters like yours have the chance to like put their stamp on the show because you are not like a established character yet. So yeah. That's where you, that's the beauty of like guest stars. You're entering this world that is already set up and you just get to like play, you know? Oh, that's what I love. I haven't had the chance to be a guest star on a network show. Mm-hmm. Um, but even just as a co star, like when I worked on Blind Spot, which you were also on. Yeah. <laughs> um, I looked up on your IMDb. I'm like, what else has she done? And I was like, oh my gosh, she's on Blind Spot. What? Um, yeah, that, way that before was fun. I joined. Um, but with that show too, it's like I play a lab tech, and that show is like half in the lab. So that's also like a very, like quick moving. They know exactly what it is that they want, um, you know. And that's another great show to work on. I miss that show so oh, much. Oh yeah, it was so funny because um, I had just moved. So I had lived in Texas, and then I moved back to New York. And mm-hmm. the same week I moved back to New York, I got an agent. I got two auditions. I booked them, and then I got a manager like the week after. Who I'm still Girl. I'm still with. Genevieve Burrell, that's my, that's my boo. We've yeah. been working together for four. This is gonna be the fourth year, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah. But with with Blind, she's a gem. I've met her. Oh. She's wonderful. I love. She Genevieve. is. I love her, and I love how direct she is, and like she's just a <laughs> boss woman. But with um Audrey Esparza, I worked closely with her and Robert Brown on that scene for Blind Spot. Yeah, and Audrey was like. She gave me her phone number and she was like, I want to introduce you to my agent. Call me, girl, if you need anything, you have any questions. And I'm the type of person that I'm like, like, like I'm really bad at like social stuff and like right. ke- keeping in touch. Yeah. So I still have her phone number and I'm like, is it creepy? I'm like, hey, Audrey. But <laughs> you know what I mean? Remember me? <laughs> right. But she was so nice to be like, you know, because she asked me, are you new? I said, yeah, I'm new to the business, blah, blah. And I told her that I just moved here and everything back to New York. And she was like, here's my number. If you need help with anything, just let me know. Like, girl, I got you. And you know what's so funny? Like, um, so many actors, like, you know, people outside of the industry have this, like, preconceived mindset and notion of what actors are like. Mm-hmm. Um, but Audrey is also, like, not new because she's been in the business for a while, but, like, Blind Spot was kind of like her big 
yes her like series regular you know like she did five seasons of that show and for a lot of them they had done other shows and other projects like you know jamie was in thor for god's sake she plays a superhero um wait jamie hyder no jamie alexander oh my bad oh yes yes, yes the girl yes, with the does. tattoos yeah, yeah yes she does um so like you know you, but like when they reach out like that it's almost like they want to like see you succeed and i love that with actors that like go out of their way to like go beyond being nice but like be like seriously if it's anything you need like let me know like you know it's such a beautiful thing to see like and so much of that cast in particular is very much like that like oh yeah i still talk with some with um were you in season two of that show i don't even know to be honest (laughs) this was this was two like two and a half years ago Okay, so it might have been, like, season two. But there's a character that became a regular in season... F- he was, like, semi-regular season three and then regular for four and five. Hey. Um, and he's one of, like, the funniest, most down-to-earth people I've ever met in this industry. He's been on Shit's Creek. He did all these, like, a bunch of, like, TV and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's the same way. He's, like, very much, like, an outreach type of person. Always wants to interact with people online. Um, and is not one of those, like, don't talk to me. No pictures, please. You know, he's not. And so yeah. many actors, more actors are not like that than you would think. Yeah, I was I was very surprised on the things that I've worked on. Like, they'll sit there. Like, when I did Jessica Jones, um, we did, like, a reading of it. And Kristen Ritter, she sat next to me. And, like, she was filming, so she came a little bit later on. But I was, like, having a heart attack the whole time because it's, like, <laughs> I've seen her and shit. And I'm just, like, she's so beautiful and everything. And she comes up and she's, like, hi, my name's Kristen. And then she has all these, like, really smelling good oils. She's really health conscious and, like, yeah. you know, about energy and, and self-care and everything. And they smell good. And I was, like, wow, those smell good. She's, like, mm. She took my arm and she rubbed it on me. She's, like, now smell. <laughs> I was, like, that smells good. And I was, like, I can't wash this arm ever again in my life. But I did wash it because, you know. <laughs> But yeah. she was she was very sweet. In addition to um, ah, is it Ika? <sighs> I think that's I think that's his name. I haven't. This was like two and a half years ago. Uh, I think his name is Ika. He has like you know because I I'm always curious. Like, oh, was, Ika Darvall? Yes, about? yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He he was very open. Like you know, I have kids and a family and stuff. And like I asked him, I was like, how are because, you know, a lot of people, when they think they get in this industry, they're like, oh, I can't do it because I have a kid and money yeah. and this. No, he has a beautiful wife. His wife was pregnant at the time as well. He has kids. And I asked him, I was like, how do you make it work? Like, you know, being a father, being a husband, being an actor. And, a, and he's like, well, he's like, well, you know, you have to really have a lot of trust and love in your relationship. Um, mm-hmm. We know what this this is. He's like, I've been acting since before I was 16 and everything. And he told me, he's like, six months I'm in the u.s filming and then six months i go back to my wife or they come to me for six months so he's like it's it's on and off and that when he's home he's like mommy daddy do you know yeah. like like he'll stay home with the kids and everything and i thought that was like the fact that in between like you know well you know as an actor like they have when they're regulars on shows they have tons of scripts that sometimes the script changes the day of yeah you know and they need time to learn it but he he answered questions you know that question that i had without even being like you know what I mean? Like, it was no problem for it to, to answer. Yeah. Which was nice. And, and it's so funny because, um, you know, working out that balance, like, again, people that are not in the industry think it's just glitz and glamour and red carpet and, <laughs> and all that stuff. But it's like, there's so many other actors be like, and, you know, people think actors, they only think of like, 
the Oscars. They think like Brad Pitt, mm-hmm. you know, and all these like huge names have been around forever. But it's like, well, think of the new talent who like these are like, let's say like their first nominations and then the tens of thousands of actors who do all the other work um, that are not the face of the movie and like the things that they have to um, give up or sacrifice. Like, Lord knows how many actors I know that like went through horrible breakups because of their career, because their partner like didn't really know what they were signing up for. And the beauty of like you were saying with, um, with Iga Garbo, you know, his partner knew what they were signing up for. Absolutely. You're going to be away for a while and we're not going to move our whole family to where you're going. So we're going to be here. And when you're done, you're done and you come be with us. Yeah. Which I think is absolutely it's freaking amazing. Even actors who, because I get sometimes actors, you know, they'll message me asking me questions about the business or I yeah. saw you in this, can I ask you some questions? And um, they have families and some, some of them don't even live in New York. Yeah. But I'm like, yo, find what's around you. Do those self tapes. And let me tell you, some of the people, they're doing commercials now. Yeah. They're doing like, you know, the co-stars on shows and stuff, which like, how do I explain it? Like, like I feel like when people hear co-star, like, oh, it's just a co-star. No, no, no. no. A co-star is a huge thing, especially yeah. if you're going from commercial to co-star, then, you know, guest star, and then all the great spoils after that, like, you know, recurring <laughs> and, and everything. But um, I forgot I was talking about. Yes, they have families as well. <laughs> <laughs> I space out sometimes. But, but yeah, it's made me realize, because I thought in my life, like, I'm, I'm going to be 28 this year. And I'm just huh. like, oh, man, like my uterus is probably dying. Like, you know what I mean? Oh it's like, God, do I want to start it. a family? Do I not want to start? And my partner, he's a music producer. So we're in the same boat. Like he produces, he yeah. produced for Kendall page, um, bad boy tone. And his, his name is Brennan Lee Richardson, Brennan Richardson. Mm-hmm. And he's produced lots of albums for people. And now he's working on his own album. Mm-hmm. And we, we know that we don't have time to see each other. Sometimes we don't see each other for like two or three weeks, but when yeah. we do, we make sure that, it's us time that we're sitting down and you know he travels to california to do recordings he moves around and stuff him and i have been friends for three years and for the last three years we've been been dating and um we were friends for nine years did i say that right yeah you said three (laughs) oh yeah sorry we were friends for nine years and through those years we've been dating but but you know we understand like when he goes places if i can't go and i'm busy you know working on my own stuff i'm like have fun boo love you we have that trust and that you know, that if I leave and I have to go somewhere, like when I did Chicago PD, I was gone for like almost two weeks in Chicago. Mm-hmm. And he's like, you know, work, boo, do what you got to do. Be yeah. great. So, so yeah, there does have to be a lot of like trust. And like you said, and knowing what you're getting into when you get into that with someone. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Are there any transitions that you are surprised have happened? Like there's some, like, you know, basically everything going digital. Some people are not surprised. Um, but is there anything that has sort of like shocked you during um, the the pandemic that with all these like closures and the industry very much like changing? Um, I want to say yes, but I know the real answer for me is probably no, because I'm so used to working 
from home, like mm. doing a lot of self tapes and doing a lot of voice recording recordings and stuff from home because I live far. Like sometimes I'll be booked for something and they they'll be like, okay, you can do that from home and just send it in. So for me, it's like, okay, it's, it's kind of what's been going on, you know? Yeah. That, that's um, already your normal. Yeah. Yeah. I can't, I can't really think of as far as far as like our industry, specifically our industry as actors, how we have, you know, we can, we have so much work in terms of like the VO and yeah. And other stuff that I can't think of right now for me, I, I guess I haven't seen, it hasn't affected me. Well, it has and hasn't. Like I said, the only difference is the travel. Yeah. Really now. You're not for coming me, into the city as yeah. much or at all. Really. Yeah. It's different for me personally. And I don't mm-hmm. have, um, because like the cost of living wise is, is a lot lower than New York. There's certain things yeah. that, well, a lot lower than New York city. There's certain things that I, I don't get affected by. But I'm not. I'm not. Su- I'm not surprised. At least from what I've seen from actors I know, who like I said, like I talked about Danielle and other actors that are doing things um, like you right now, like doing this awesome podcast. Like you said, you left your stuff at home, but you're not going to let that stop you. Yeah. It's just. It's. I'm seeing people that I know have been doing stuff, like transitioning themselves in- into the digital and being successful with it. Yeah. So it's it's probably was whether COVID was here or not, it probably will be the next step anyway. So it's just like a head start on the actors that are doing it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and is there anything uh, that you hope will uh, change during this time? Like by the time that the, um, you know, by the time like the stay at home orders have lifted, is there anything you're like um, looking forward to like a change that you think has been a long time coming and is finally like on its way? Hmm. Change in terms of like how things have changed from before COVID to after COVID, like within the industry. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um. The thing I like is like I love watching um a lot. Like I said, like a lot of other actors, they're doing a lot of things like with web series hmm. and and IGTV series and Instagram series and all that and Facebook series and everything. I'm actually like binge watching on people that. Like, you know, like they're not a big name. They're not, you know, casting directors, but they're actors creating their own work. And I've been been watching stuff on YouTube and stuff. So for me, I love the fact that I get to see maybe people who don't have that representation or that manager or that connection with that casting director making their own stuff. And it's unique. It's original. It's funny. And I can sit down and watch these people do this where maybe it wasn't a thought to them before covid like now they had to yeah. make this out of necessity yeah no absolutely and it's like you know like we we're talking about before yeah. um the you know the stay-at-home orders is like forcing so many and again i was saying this before i don't like the the word forcing it sounds so negative um but it's like yeah. it's being it's giving us the opportunity to be more creative and to create more work because let's say before people had like their day jobs um because they needed it to survive. And now that that's not happening and they're home, they actually have now the time to focus or, or to yeah. refocus and, and concentrate on, on creating. Um, like with me, I worked at a gym. Um, I worked for Blink Fitness and I worked, it was part-time, but I worked almost full-time hours. I was close to like 40 hours a week from when the gym opened at 5 a.m. Um, I was there till like two, then stayed to work out. And then I was exhausted by like 4 p.m., and I'm like, all right, working at 5 a.m. tomorrow. Let's go to bed early. So zero time to do anything more than self-submit or send a, sh- a quick email yeah. to like my rep. And, you know, didn't had no energy to like 
focus on making a podcast, running a YouTube channel, uh, creating anything beyond an occasional self-tape request. So it's like, you know, a lot of us finally have the time to like be able to just create and focus on ourselves. Absolutely. And it's even making like companies and um, companies and everything have to change their, the way they work as well, because we need, we need to work during this time. So you can do rehearsals online for a show or something like said, you can do, you know, you know how they have the class yeah. casting directors now, instead of me being like, Oh my gosh, this class is like, cause you know, some of these yeah. classes ain't cheap. It could be like 100, 150. And it's like, damn, this class is 150. I got three hours to drive into the city. Got to park my car. Yeah. I got to be there a certain time, blah, blah, blah. And then three hours back in traffic. So now let's say I want to take a class. I live all the way up here. The classes right. can be online now. You know, they can be on Zoom, they can be on anything. So they can teach from home and we can learn from home like people in my situation who I don't live in right. the city and I commute. So I like I like that change as well. But um, honestly, I can't wait to get my girl, ass back on set. Girl. <laughs> I can't wait for this to be done. Yeah, it's uh, and it just sucks that there's like no end in sight. You know, there's like hopeful estimations. But beyond that, it's not much, mm-hmm. um, you know. Yeah, they were like April 30th, May 15th. And I'm like, bitch, May 15th has been passed. Why is my ass still forced to stay here? But, you know, I can't I can't talk shit because, you know, I like to watch the things with like um, Governor Cuomo and everything. And and it's true. We do need to stay. We do need to stay home and make sure that we don't infect people. I have family in Manhattan that had it. I just found out today that I have family that had it. It's insane. Ain't that some shit? It is, because it's like, at first when I saw COVID and all this stuff happening, since it's so far from me, and I don't know if other people felt the same way, it was like, oh, people are only catching it there. Right, it all sucks biggie. to be in Europe. They said it but, was only, you know. Yeah, and then they were like, it's in the US, and I was yeah. like, hold the fuck up. Well, anyway, I still live in the woods, and then to hear that people around me are getting it, and I'm like, I'm just still in my house, but then when my family got it, like, it hits yeah. closer, like, oh shit, this is real, and thank goodness they they got sick for a while and they got better by themselves. Yeah. I didn't have to go to the hospital or anything, but it's just when that hit me, I was like, damn, this shit is close. And I would never want my family members to pass away. So it made me even more like, instead of me being like, I'm young, I'm far away from the city. I'm fine. It's like, no bitch. I got to get my hand sanitizer. I have alcohol in the car. I got to wear my mask and I'm only going out if I have to. So it's made me more, um, I guess strict on myself. Yeah. Does that make sense? <laughs> Um, yeah. So just as we're sort of approaching the end of our time, um, I always like to wrap up with a yeah. rapid fire round. <laughs> Ooh. Oh, is this, and it's yes, like yes, questions yes, yes. like rapid fire. Oh, I'm bad it's at okay. this stuff. But it's so funny. Everyone's time. like, oh, awesome. And then they're like, oh, I'm really bad at answering quickly. <laughs> uh, but it's all like, you know, career related. So just as quick as you can, but it's obviously totally fine if you have to stop thinking. Cause I realize a lot of these questions have to make you stop and think for a second like wait what was it you know okay um mm-hmm. where to start i don't want to do the exact same order as i did before <laughs> okay uh three actors alive or dead that you want to share the screen with <gasps> paul ron perlman ron motherfucking perlman i love him um leonardo dicaprio and what is the last <laughs> one who do i love Oh man, I'd be t- Andy Good Circus. Choices. Jesus. Andy Circus. Love because he does mocap and I do mocap and I'm yeah. just like he's like the king of mocap. Uh, okay. worst survival so, yeah. job that you've had. Um worst survival job. 
working at a Marshalls. They took a doodle and a piss oh in the changing God. room. I was like, fuck this. I quit. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> what role have you had that you had the most fun in? Ooh, I can't pick one. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Well, I can't talk about one because of an NDA that I'm that I'm still working with, but I did a short film called The Dark Age. I got to play a character named Maya who they they made me <laughs> ugly, which was great. It was great. And um I wanna say Law and Order as well, but I think the 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 fact that I got to be ugly and didn't have to worry about like how I looked and got to be as raw and rugged and as terrible as I could be has to be the dark age. Yeah. Um, uh, what's the role that got away? <gasps> I was booked. Oh man. I don't know. Was this an NDA? <laughs> Did I sign an NDA for this? I was booked for a, a role in a, in a Paramount movie that's, that's coming out, I think next year, but I was filming another film during the time and they really um, Paramount tried to work with me to like change the dates that I was filming, but it was raining so much within that month that I wasn't able to, you know, this was, this was, yeah, this was last year. I wasn't able to do Damn. that role. And I'm like, shit, now I'm not going to be able to go to the theater <laughs> and see myself. But Corona, Corona, yeah, I ain't going to you know, be... see it anyway. <laughs> yeah, those will be close for a while. Um, what is your favorite accent to do and can we hear it? favorite accent I, I get I get told to do a New York accent a lot but I'm from New York and I have an accent but um like this is me talking normally but sometimes they like me to talk <laughs> like this you know what I'm saying because they want me to be all pissed <laughs> off and shit yeah like super and there's urban, like other yeah. accents I do yeah I just can't think of them Ugh. I can't think of them <laughs> so, um, okay are you are, uh, do you have any theater or musical theater dream roles Musical yeah, like theater, a theater dream or roles? musical theater, like a play or a musical. Mm, not really, because I right. love film. <laughs> so I love I love the production side, and I like being in front of the camera as well. I've done theater and and musical theater. Um, musical theater is the hardest fucking thing to do. You gotta sing, you gotta run, you gotta dance. Yeah, I was like, ooh. It's funny because um, before I got into TV film, my whole thing was like, oh, I'm gonna be a Broadway star. Mm-hmm. Because uh, I love, I grew up doing musicals and, you know, studied all that stuff, but um, not a strong mm-hmm. dancer. So that was always like, oh, can't really do big, the big flashy broader musicals if you're not a dancer. Um, but they're even being stripped down. Like there's some shows with like zero dancing in it. So, you know, it's not necessary, uh, but we'll see. <laughs> Broadway is going to be closed forever as well. So um, what mm-hmm. type of character do you never want to play again? Um, I played, this is going to sound strange, but the character for SVU, there was a lot of, um, I'm a method actor. So what you see is me, but I have to like, at least in my mind, like I I bring that personality up to the front. And, um, sometimes it's hard for me to disconnect myself from this character that I've created. And with, with, um, Law and Order when I played Esperanza right right after I got off set that next week I was working on another another project and it was really hard to be able to shake off that that character of Esperanza because like she, she was very emotional sexually assaulted and all that stuff and everything that I created uh, it yeah. started to feel real so because her character is close to me if that makes sense like it's me but it's not me and I think characters that are very close to like me showing real emotions and and 
doing that, it's it's hard to shake off. So I guess a camera, a yeah. character that damaged. Uh, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? It's yeah. Like a character whose yeah. like main <laughs> thing is like trauma of some kind. Yeah, I totally get that's yeah very hard to shake off. I get it. And and it's it's hard. It's it's not it's not avoidable. Of course, yeah. You know Especially I mean? it's in unavoidable New York. to play those characters. All of these shows yes. are like um you know yes. Uh, police dramas, FBI, CIA type conspiracy stuff, and there's a lot of trauma-based characters coming up every episode, especially the procedurals. Yeah, like I'm telling you, after I, I was done with that character, even while I had her, to put her back in like her character box, like I would be crying in the shower, feeling so depressed, and I'm like, <laughs> damn it, like Esperanza, <laughs> get your hands off of me. But it was it was really hard to to switch from one project yeah. to boom the other one, so. It's unavoidable, but yeah. <laughs> uh, what TV show do you want to join the cast of? Ooh, I've always wanted to be a part of American Horror Story, but I, are they still um, filming? There's a new season. They got renewed for like two more, I think. But yeah. <sighs> yeah, that would be a dream to be on there and plays like play something mm-hmm. really like creepy, and <laughs> nasty, or something. You know. <laughs> um, uh, who is someone that you would want to portray in their biopic? Amanda Nunez. I don't know who that is. <laughs> She's oh, an MMA okay, fighter. Gotcha. She's from Brazil. Yeah, yeah. You know what's funny? A lot of people online, um, like one of my friends, Kristen Dalton, on Instagram and on Facebook, he he he's made posts saying, like, if they ever do a biopic about Amanda Nunez, to <laughs> use Manny because she's – she fights yeah. and, and, and I fight. So I'm like, hell yeah. All I have to do is like shred up a little bit more, gain a couple more pounds, and boom, shaboom. I'm Amanda, Amanda Noon. It's funny because my real name's Amanda. Oh, really? So <laughs> we both have the same name as well. Yeah. I, I assumed it was like Manuela for like, you know, Manny or something. Everybody thinks that, but there was, some, there was somebody that already had my name oh, in, the, okay. um, in SAG. So I had to change it. And then there was already a Manny Perez. So then I had to put the L gotcha. in the middle. Okay, thankfully, know? there was no other Juaniela in SAG because I did not know what I was going to do. <laughs> oh, Could you imagine if there was? It. There's, a, there's a, another Juaniela with a podcast <laughs> called The Juaniela Show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm like, that's original. Really? Um, <laughs> uh, what is your dream filming location? <gasps> oh, my God. Dream of filming location. Oh, man. You know what? I just want to say in the mountains. And I filmed in the mountains, uh-huh. like, in the cold, cold, cold. But there's something about – it could be in the mountain, not in the mountains everywhere because right. I don't want to die in the mountains. But, um, ooh, I don't know. I don't know. I want to <laughs> see the world. <laughs> I don't know which location exactly. Hmm. Okay. Somewhere in nature, though. Uh, which role do you feel that you absolutely nailed? Maya from the Dark Age yeah. and Esperanza in Law and Order. Yeah. No, sorry. That was too, Where sorry. can people watch the Dark Age anywhere? <laughs> yeah, I'm I think it's the darkage.com. I could be wrong, but um where do they post it up? Cuz it's we've we submitted to tons and tons of um festivals. Yeah. What is it called? Film festivals. Yeah, yeah, and it's it's won awards and stuff. I just huh. I, I think, you know, I don't, I don't know. I think people, I think you can see it on like YouTube or Vimeo or if you type in 
thedarkage.com. Is that right? It's been so long. Okay. It's been like gotcha. two so years. So it probably is online somewhere because usually so I'm not, you yeah. know, there's like that nine yeah. month to one year period where people don't post it yet because they're still on the, the circuit. Um, mm-hmm. Yes. I don't know if you're interested in directing at all, but one of my questions is what actor do you want to direct? <gasps> oh my God. What actor would I want to direct? You know, I, w- I can't choose between Ron Perlman and Andy Serkis, but I want to work with them as well. Yeah, I can't, they're, they're, they're my two favorites. And I'm like, uh, what existing movie franchise do you want to join? Well, OK, I would say like huh, Marvel hmm. and stuff, but I know they had Endgame and everything, going, you know but in a perfect world. Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. They still going in a perfect world in my perfect world. If because Hellboy three would be great because it's supposed to be a trilogy and Ron Perlman is Hellboy. In a perfect world, it would be that, even though I know it's not. So let's just say Marvel. <laughs> right. Because they like remade Hellboy recently and that just that bombed. Uh, oh, that was that was terrible. It stayed true. The new one stayed true to the actual comic books written by Mike Mignola um, with Dark Horse Comics. But Guillermo took the suggestion of Hellboy yeah. and created his own world around it with Mike um, Mignola's um, approval. Yeah. They did it together. But if it's not, if it's not Ron Perlman, yeah. it's not Hellboy. So I saw the last one yeah. and I was disappointed and got And upset. it's such a good actor. Theater, it's so. David Harbour from Stranger Things. Like he's such a great actor, but you're like, this I know. wasn't it. <laughs> you know what it is? It wasn't even his, his acting was great. It was mm. the makeup was terrible. They used some cheap <laughs> foam makeup on his face. Whereas and they should have done it piece by piece, but made it realistic. The makeup was horrible. And it felt like it was kind of just the story was just rushed, like oh. Suicide Squad. Like he had like the guy who wrote it only had six That's weeks ridiculous. to write it. They rushed him. And with the Hellboy. Yeah. With the Hellboy thing, they just rushed it. And there was no like background yeah. on each character like there is in Guillermo del Toro. You're like assumed you know to know I mean? who they are because you might have watched the other movies or you read the comics. Yeah. Yes. Well, yeah, you would have to read the comics because yeah. the story was completely different from the movies Guillermo did, but it was closer to the comic. But if you don't read the comics, you're like, yeah. nothing fucking makes sense. And that was that was the problem. There's a the director I want to work with, Guillermo del Toro. Jesus. Oh. oh, yes. Oh, I would love to work. Right. Make us monsters. Right. He's the king of monsters. Um, who <laughs> would you want to portray you in your biopic? Hmm. Me and my biopic. You know, I don't know. I don't know what new little actresses. See, that's the thing about answering that right question now. is that it depends on like what age they're portraying you. But yeah, it's always you're like, what new actors are there right now? Not that many young Latino actors. Yeah. Which is sad. Really, it would have to be a young Latina actor that has mm-hmm. like fight experience and is a little bit more masculine than usual. If that, if that, like, if they're gonna play me in my my regular life, it's. I have the you know, well, gender is a completely different <laughs> podcast that that can, that I can talk about my gender like life with about, but um, yeah, she would have definitely have to be pretty masculine. Yeah, do, do you know what I mean? Because like a lot of women, the way they portray, like yeah, she would have to have a masculine personality, <laughs> and I'll be like, yeah, that's her right there. That's um, me. <laughs> uh, what director would you want to work with for an Oscar Beatty drama? Like an Oscar, an bait? Oscar what drama? Oscar Pedro. Hmm. I'm, I'm still thinking about Guillermo del Toro. <laughs> be honest. I just, I love, my favorite thing is when they get, when I get to wear yeah. prosthetics and be something else. At the same time, I also love motion capture. 
So if it's if they need to me to be a monster or do something like that, yes. Motion capture, yes. And I feel like a lot of that. Oh, wait, is James yes. James Cameron yes, yes, right yes. for the Avatar? I would love, I would love to work with him on Avatar. And if they're doing another um, Planet of the Apes, I want to be a, <laughs> I want to be a chimpanzee or gorilla. And and yep, boom, Andy go. Circus. I want to see him Speak too there. You know. <laughs> Uh, and yes. last one uh, in 10 words or less what advice mm-hmm. would you give to a young actor be on time be prepared don't be an asshole I'm counting Is that I think that was like words? the perfect 10 <laughs> yeah be on time don't be an asshole and what was the last one yeah. no it was be, be on time be prepared, be prepared and don't That's be an 10 asshole words. <laughs> yeah really no. yes bitch yes <laughs> Sorry, I'm screaming into this it's mic. Right. Let me stop. Thank you so much, yes. Manny, for joining me today. You're an absolute gem. Uh, I hope you do well. Um, thank you. I know it's, a, again, such a strange time. Um, but, yeah, again, thank mm-hmm. you so much for joining me today. No problem. I'll see you when we do couples therapy, yes, when ma'am. it becomes a TV show. Yes, ma'am. Or on Netflix Speak it out. or Hulu. Speak it. Hey, <laughs> speak it out. Ooh. <laughs> And that is it for today's episode of Actors with Issues with special guest Manny L. Perez. For all of your badass actress needs, you can follow Manny at Manny L. Perez on Instagram and follow us at Actors with Issues. Thank you once again to our wonderful sponsor, Anchor. For all of your podcasting needs, download the free Anchor app or visit anchor.fm. If you liked today's episode, please subscribe to the podcast and catch new episodes every Friday everywhere podcasts are available. If you'd also be so kind as to rate and review wherever you're listening, that's also much appreciated. Stay safe, everyone. This is Juan Ayala signing off.